Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Ram fans, this is Rams Up, your favorite LA Rams podcast. We are proud members of the Fans First Sports Network. That's fansfirstsports.com. You can also follow us on YouTube. Our channel is at LA Rams Up. I'm your host, Mark. You'll hear from my co-host, Tom, on occasion as well. Hey, we're not Rams insiders. We're just longtime fans who love talking about our Los Angeles Rams. Let's get to it. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 373 of Rams Up. Man, I'm starting to almost feel bad for the 49ers. Man, they are taking so much heat. I don't know how many little videos I've seen making fun of them on Instagram and YouTube, but No, I'm just kidding. I'm enjoying it actually quite a bit. Good time to be a Rams fan. What do I have for you this episode? I'm going to share my second mock draft as shared on the YouTube channel. Not sure how I feel about the results of this one, but that's the whole idea. Get better and better. And as we go, learn more about these draft prospects. Episode 373, going to talk about a player who wore number 73. And you know, I had almost completely forgotten about the defensive tackle out of Penn State, Jimmy Kennedy. 6'4", 320 pounds. 
first round pick number 12 overall by our, at the time, St. Louis Rams in the 2003 NFL Draft. Ended up playing 53 games for the Rams, just 30 starts though at nose tackle. Finished his Rams career with 106 combined tackles. Then he was traded to the Denver Broncos before the 2007 season for a sixth round pick in the following year's draft. Released by the Broncos in 2007, went on to play for the Bears, Jags, Vikings, and Giants. That last season, after five weeks with the Giants, was suspended for four games for for violating the league's policy on performance-enhancing drugs, was released in October, and that was the end of Jimmy Kennedy's career. Certainly did not live up to his potential, was a really big deal when the Rams drafted him. He was just an okay player. Jimmy Kennedy, number 73 for our Los Angeles Rams. And I have another trivia question for you. This one has to do with a trade rather than free agency. That same year Kennedy was drafted, the Rams traded for a New Orleans Saints offensive tackle. That was on March 1st, 2003. Rams gave up a second round pick in the following year's draft. This player immediately signed a five-year contract. Orlando Pace still with the Rams at that time, so this newly acquired Saints tackle moved over to the right side and started every game for the Rams in a playoff game as well in the 2003 season. So who was this tackle? Ended up being the Rams' right tackle, acquired via trade from the New Orleans Saints in 2003. We'll have the answer at the end of the episode. You know, if the Rams had weaknesses as far as the coaching staff goes, or weaknesses overall, I don't want to pick on any particular coach, it would be special teams, really struggled to get that unit squared away over the last few years, ever since John Fassel left, actually. And if there's another shortcoming, in my opinion, and I think most Ram fans would agree, it is Sean McVay's timeout usage and his overall shortcomings when it comes to clock management. So gotta give McVay a shout out for trying to address it. He appears to be aware of this issue and his struggles in this department. The Rams have hired John Stryker, formerly with the Titans, a guy that just helped out Coach Mike Vrabel in a variety of ways, game management and football strategy. Not sure exactly what he's going to be doing, but I have a feeling he's going to have Sean McVay's ear when it comes to timeouts and clock management and such. Things possibly looking up in that department. That's one thing I think McVay really gets wrong quite often is this timeout usage. Before we get to my second mock draft, I thought I'd share with you my fearsome four items. Sometimes it's my fearsome four questions, fearsome four keys to the game. I'm going to give you my fearsome four guarantees, four things that I'm going to guarantee the Rams are going to do this offseason. We'll see how I do later on. If I nail all four of them, we'll talk about it in a couple months. If I'm wrong, we'll forget this ever happened. Fearsome for guarantee number one. Right now, the Rams are going to have 10 or 11 picks. I believe it's 11, depending on how the comp picks are awarded. Last year, their strategy was to maximize the number of picks. Shotgun approach, hope they hit on six or seven of them, which they did. This year, I think it's going to be a little bit different. I think they're going to maximize quality. 
they will not end up making 11 picks. I'm going to guarantee that they will make eight picks or less in this year's draft. That could manifest itself in a couple of ways. One, they could actually try to move up earlier in the first round, or they could package a few picks and try to move up into the fourth round. Right now, they do not have a fourth round pick. They do not have a pick between approximately 101 and 152, depending on how comp picks pop up. My second guarantee is the Rams will trade picks in this year's draft or next for a veteran on the last year of his contract. This is an MO the Rams have followed in recent years. Get a solid veteran for one year, and then he walks, and it counts in your favor in the compensatory pick formula. The third thing I'm going to guarantee is the Rams sign a veteran kicker. And they may draft one too, as we find out in our mock draft coming up. But yes, the Rams will sign a veteran kicker. Not going out on a limb there at all, I don't think. And my fourth guarantee, the Rams will sign a former Ram. And I did a quick scrub of all the unrestricted free agents, and I identified 20 former Rams that are unrestricted free agents, and I probably missed a couple. Maybe another episode, I'll rack and stack these, which ones are most likely to sign with the Rams. I'll throw the names at you here. Greg Gaines, Ashawn Robinson, OBJ, Leonard Floyd, Gerald Everett, Sebastian Joseph Day, Bobby Wagner, yay, he's a former Ram, Baker Mayfield, Quinton Jefferson, it's been a while, Josh Reynolds, man, certainly not a clutch receiver as we saw in that NFC Championship game, felt so bad for him, Dante Fowler, man, certainly not a clutch receiver as we saw in that NFC Championship game, felt so bad for him. Greg Zerline, he'd probably be near the top of the list, getting up there in years, though. Cody Davis, remember him? I talked about him one episode already. Still in the league. Taylor Rapp, Uh, that's not going to get a lot of Ram fans excited. David Edwards, he'd be a backup, so what's the point? Corey Bajorquez, doesn't make any sense, not with Ethan Evans in the house. Van Jefferson, not interested. Troy Hill, you know, a guy that just gets it done real quietly. Brandon Powell, man, our return game has gone to the dogs since he left. And then Brandon Allen. Sean McVay seems to like him. Would he be a possible backup quarterback for the Rams? Maybe, but it certainly wouldn't excite me. Before we get to my mock draft, I'm going to critique a couple of others. Garrett Padell of CBS Sports had a mock draft, and he had the Rams taking J.J. McCarthy, the quarterback out of Michigan. We've seen this a few times elsewhere. Hey, the Rams are in win-now mode. Aaron Donald and Matthew Stafford. Hey, both of those guys could be in their last year in the NFL. Don't see the Rams drafting a quarterback in the first round. It's not going to help their cause. It's going to help their cause, I suppose, if you think McCarthy is going to be the backup that steps in if something happens to Stafford. Certainly wouldn't count on that happening. Drafting him in the first round is not part of the formula to get the Rams to the Super Bowl. And in Podell's draft, four of the five cornerbacks that we Love, we're still on the board. Only Terion Arnold had been taken. So four of those top five cornerbacks are still available, as was the offensive tackle, Talese Fuaga. 
Man, love to have that guy on our roster. So in Padel's draft, the first seven players were offensive players, which actually could come to pass, mostly quarterbacks and wide receivers. I'm starting to wonder if the Bears trade out of that number one spot and run with Justin Fields. You know, if I was them, I might just do that. Caleb Williams or Justin Fields and a couple of high draft picks, maybe even more than that. So many teams are trying to jump up in the draft to take a quarterback because next year's class of quarterbacks is not very promising. Bears could get a lot if they traded out of that spot. Another draft, Brett Whitfield of Fantasy Points. He posted his mock draft on February 12th. Now he went rogue. Not only did the Bears stay at number one, but they selected J.J. McCarthy. So there you have it. The Bears, not Caleb Williams, not Drake May, not Jaden Daniels. Instead, they have Justin Fields and J.J. McCarthy. I suppose they trade Fields for someone or something else, but not feeling it, not like in this draft. He had the Rams selecting Layatu Latu Edge out of UCLA. Going to be a very good player, but just don't see the Rams going that route. Edge rusher in the first round. I've talked about that ad nauseum, so I'll leave it at that. Nate Wiggins and Cooper DeGene were both still available, by the way. And he had a cornerback going that I hadn't seen pop up into the first round yet. Enos Rakestraw out of Missouri. Kool-Aid McKinstry was not selected in the first round in this mock draft. Quinion Mitchell and Terry and Arnold had both been selected when the Rams made their pick. So both of these drafts had the Rams taken a player at a position I feel pretty confidently they will not address in the first round, quarterback and edge. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. 
Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Time to share my second mock draft. Now, I executed this draft on the YouTube channel using the mock draft database. So as I executed this draft, don't have a lot of time to make decisions. Don't want to turn it into a three-hour video. So I have to make these draft picks pretty quickly. And as you'll see, what I did learn more than anything is got to do some homework on some of these guys, especially the later round picks. Pretty challenging. Got a one-man team here. But I think it actually turned out okay. Now, for this draft, these are the assumptions I made. Rams enter this draft having lost Kevin Dotson, Coleman Shelton, and Akello Witherspoon, as well as John Johnson. They have all moved on, have not re-signed with the Rams. They have been able to retain Demarcus Robinson and Jordan Fuller. So that puts extra emphasis on the offensive line, interior offensive line especially, and cornerback. So how did I do? With the first pick, I selected Cooper DeGene. We've talked plenty about him. Man, this guy's really growing on me, the cornerback out of Iowa. Very versatile. Rams can use him in a lot of ways. Now, he's not going to answer all their cornerback questions with Witherspoon moving on, but probably still need to add a veteran, add to this group. Troy Hill, maybe? But Cooper DeGene, he's my first pick, number 19 overall. In the second round, you know, I had to go with Cooper Beebe, the interior offensive lineman from Kansas State. Just had to do it. I would rather have gotten a tackle with one of these two first picks. Slide Avila over to center, Alaric Jackson, the left guard. But hey, didn't break out that way. I went with Beebe, who will fill in at one of the guard positions. The Rams' third pick, number 83 overall. I decided to go with wide receiver Malachi Corley. feel pretty strongly the Rams are going to have to add a wide receiver, and Corley doesn't really fit the McVeigh mold, but man, reading about him, I actually kind of like him. He's out of Western Kentucky. That's Tyler Higbee's school, by the way. 5'11", 220, but he's an elite athlete, built more like a running back, but man, he gets the ball in his hands. He will run people over. Has a little bit of puka in him, perhaps. Not clear on his blocking skills, but he certainly has the physical tools to learn how to block. Hey, if he can bulldoze defenders with the ball in his hands, I don't see why he can't do it without the ball. Rams are trying to get more physical. Corley would be a good add. The fourth pick, number 101 overall. This is the projected comp pick for the Raheem Morris hire by the Atlanta Falcons. I went with Cedric Gray, an inside linebacker out of North Carolina, 6'1", 232. Don't generally like to 
draft linebackers that early, especially for our Rams, but he was one of the best guys on the board. Rangy run defender, instinctive. He can come off the edge, rush the passer, really good against the run, very versatile, be a great special teams player. The fifth pick, number 152 overall. Now, I'm thinking the Rams are going to use a couple of those later picks to trade and move up into the fourth round. But in this draft, we drop all the way down to the fifth round now. Number 152 overall, Keith Randolph, the defensive lineman out of Illinois, 6'3", 296. They're selling him as a three technique, but I think he can play anywhere along the defensive line. Another versatile player with a lot of upside. The Rams' sixth pick, number 153 overall, right after the Randolph pick. Big safety, James Williams out of Miami, 6'4", 230. But he can cover the slot, more of a zone coverage guy, but a run stopper, and he can blitz too. Rams' safety group might be okay. In this situation, we have Russ Yeast, Jordan Fuller, Probably the starters, Quentin Lake still there playing that star position. Add James Williams to that group. And we also have Jason Taylor, last year's draft pick. See if he can pick up his game. The Rams' seventh pick, number 176 overall, an offensive tackle out of Washington, Roger Rosengarten, 6'5", 303. He's going to be a right tackle in the NFL, a backup to Big Rob maybe if he can make this team. Really tough guy. Very competitive, plays with a little bit of an attitude. Not convinced he has what it takes to be a full-time NFL starter, but hey, throwing darts here along the offensive line. Let's add a guy that has the potential to at least be a backup to our right tackle, Big Rob. Our eighth pick, number 190 overall, Cedric Johnson, edge rusher out of Ole Miss, 6'3", 260. Really experienced guy on the college level. 526 snaps as a senior, performed well in coverage, brought some heat as well, good in the run game, another really versatile player with some upside. CBS Sports has him as their 12th best edge rusher. Draft Tech has him a lot lower, but pretty good value here with the 190th pick. The Rams' ninth pick, number 211 overall, Drake Nugent, the center out of Michigan. This was a really good Michigan offensive line, Nugent, 6'1", 306, another nasty offensive lineman. And this is a guy that has a high football IQ. He will have no issues calling out the protections. Some questions along that interior, what the Rams are going to do. Brian Allen still on this roster. Joseph Nopum, Alaric Jackson. They can both play guard in a pinch. Already had them drafting Cooper Beebe and now Drake Nugent, another center. Gives the Rams some flexibility, if nothing else. Remember, in this scenario, Coleman Shelton and Kevin Dotson have both moved on. With the 10th pick, number 216 overall, the Rams draft a kicker that is better than the guy the 49ers got in the third round last year. They drafted Jake Moody. We're drafting Josh Carty out of Stanford. One of the top two kickers in this draft, for sure. Rams will probably bring in a veteran to compete for that job, but let's grab Cardi. Had a really good senior bowl. And the Rams' 11th pick, number 217 overall, Renardo Green, a cornerback out of Florida State, 6'1", 186. A really confident press man coverage corner. 
and he was a standout at the Shrine Bowl, showed off his tight coverage skills, breaking up a lot of passes in the Shrine Bowl drills and practices. And this is against top competition, Bernardo Green perhaps proving he could maybe even start at the NFL level. Rams get really good value that late in the draft. So is this a perfect draft? Not really. I would prefer to grab a tackle. And as I go through these mock drafts, I'm starting to think the Rams might trade up, maybe for a left tackle in the first round. I would not be opposed to that. What did I like about this draft, though? Well, our interior offensive line got stronger, considering that we lost Coleman Shelton and Kevin Dotson in free agency in this scenario. Came out of this draft looking a little bit better. I also like the potential of our secondary, adding Cooper DeGene and the big safety out of Miami. And we added a versatile defensive lineman with some upside. What did I not like? Well, we got to hope Malachi Corley is a good fit for this offense. We didn't pick a running back, and I've been saying, draft a running back every year. And then what did I do? I didn't pick a running back. And again, got to hope we have a left tackle that can hold up. Don't think we're going to spend money on that position in free agency. But hey, we did with Andrew Whitworth. Maybe we'll repeat that. After this draft, left tackle might be the biggest question left on this roster. I was kind of disappointed with this draft, so I executed another one very shortly after that, and I like the second one even more, actually. Came away with Quinion Mitchell, the cornerback, Jalen Polk, the wide receiver, Sione Vaki, the cornerback slash running back out of Utah, great special teams player. Picked up the running back Cody Schrader out of Missouri, and an offensive tackle out of Pittsburgh I really like, Matt Goncalves. I actually like this other draft better, but hey, not really fair just to do 12 mock drafts and then share the one I really liked. Not going to play that game. The one I shared is my official mock draft number two. I'll do another one in a few days here. Just getting warmed up, starting to learn more and more about these players. By the time I get to mock draft number 12, I think I'll have a pretty good feel with what the Rams need to do, what I hope they do in this NFL draft. And my trivia question. The Rams traded for New Orleans Saints tackle in March of 2003. Started at right tackle for the Rams that entire season and one playoff game. Played opposite of Orlando Pace. Pace on the left, this guy on the right. Who was he? It was Kyle Turley. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget about our YouTube channel. Our handle is at laramsup.com. Till next time, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there.